0: Thought Bubble Audio.
1: Do you think Game of Thrones is a hot pile of garbage? (laughs) Then you should listen to this podcast instead of all the other ones.
0: (laughs) Welcome to Our Watch Has Ended, a podcast where we don't like Game of Thrones.
1: (laughs) I'm Kelsey of House Valar Prestigious. And I'm Kirsty of House Stark. Welcome to the first actual episode of this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah! Y'all have been real good sports listening to our content, which I didn't know until today was from 2017. Yeah, that was a long time ago. You know what else I realized today?
1: Hmm. When we ended that podcast, I think, this was all mm-hmm. still supposed to be one cohesive season that was split into two parts.
0: Yes. I was actually just trying to explain that history to someone yesterday. I was describing how normal television seasons work and, like, the production cycle for a normal television season and how it was really fucked up that when this season ended, they hadn't even finished negotiating the contract, let alone started Mm pre-production. And at the time, they were supposed to do, like, the Breaking Bad bullshit where it was two half seasons. Right. Nope. But we've let that all go. So that's that fine. was all a long time ago.
1: I've heard, um, time is meaningless. <laughs> Nothing fucks you harder than time. Nothing. <laughs>
0: so, uh, so, on this
1: here episode today, yeah, uh, we are not ready to preview next season yet because we still can't remember what the fuck happened last season. So, instead, no. we're going to talk about how much we hate everyone else promoting this season of Game of Thrones. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you have been anywhere near the internet in, I don't know, the last period of time, um, Mm -hmm. you can't fucking escape Twitter and Facebook videos just blasting the Game of Thrones theme song over some weird fucking product.
1: Yeah, so I have some questions for HBO. Like, a lot of questions, but, like, are they so in over their heads from a budget standpoint that they had to license out Game of Thrones to any brand that would offer a dollar for it? Or is this, like, a part of their normal product? I don't know. Their, like, normal budgets that they factor this in? Or did they just give up and decide, like, any old hack out there can
0: put their logo on something? Like, I just don't get the strategy. So I think before I address any of those (laughs) extremely valid questions, Uh (laughs) I would like to counter that with a statement from someone, some unnamed person at HBO. Oh, those are my favorite kinds of people at HBO. I think at some point in the article they were named, but I already scrolled away from it. Um, That's fine. Yeah. Uh, But it says... HBO is really careful with the licensing and not sticker slapping or putting a Game of Thrones logo on every <laughs> style of T-shirt. There is a certain point where things could get too saturated, so they're only making these really meaningful. Oh, is there? And they up to their fan base and gives them what they ask for without overwhelming them. Wow! 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 You know what?
1: I'd like to think. That though I am not part of their fan base, they think that I am based on my digital Mm -hmm. footprint. And Mm -hmm. I feel overwhelmed,
0: (laughs) HBO. Y'all, there are like 40 different kinds of Game of Thrones liquor. Yep. There are tennis shoes. Yep. There are multiple designer clothing lines. Yep. There's food products of various kinds. There's multiple... Beers that aren't making licensed beer, but have licensed commercials.
1: Mm-hmm. There's, like, every I... mom-and-pop restaurant in every town has a Game of Thrones menu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gotta end. <laughs> it's gotta end. Uh, so we wanted to bring y'all some of the highlights that we have found <laughs> uh, with these product integrations. Uh, we've been getting served them in Instagram, and I've been saving them all, which I think just tells Instagram that I want more of them, which is a true
0: delight. <laughs> it's good, uh, good podcast fodder. It really is. Um. Really bad for your timeline, but good for the podcast. Horrible for my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to do the honors? Okay. Do you want to do the first one? Yeah. Um, okay. So the first one I would like to start with is the Oreo campaign. Um, which I don't Hold on, it had a name. I just Aha. Winter is coming to West Oreos. No. No. Is the headline of this no. article. No, no. Um, in another article it was referred to as Oreo making a loyalty pledge Mm. and (sighs) it looks like what is coming with this campaign is um a commercial where oreo redid a segment of the title sequence Oh, but where all the castles are oreos that's like so nifty they also i was just watching it they got kind of a weird arrangement of the title song. Did they? It's not the original arrangement. They, like, cut something somewhere or something. For rights reasons? Probably. Um, and then at some point, they're gonna release Game of Thrones-themed cookies Mm -hmm. that will be embossed with the four great houses that are still alive. Which would be the Starks, the Lannisters the Targaryens and the great or the no they don't count <laughs> well so that's what I was wondering the only other family I can think of would be the Greyjoys but they're definitely not a great house are they right I don't think so the cause like the Tarleys aren't really a thing no what's that other one um with the roses High Garden, who are they? Oh, I don't think they count either. Do they? Well, I think they're all dead. It doesn't anyway, matter. Anyway, there would be a fourth house on this cookie. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> and
1: then so, the but packaging. the flavors are the same. What? Like, they're standard Oreo flavor. There's nothing unique about that. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's the cookie, the regular Oreo cookie. But it's embossed with a representation of each of the houses. I just feel like that's dumb. Um, and the packaging has a picture of the Iron Throne on it.
1: That's like, at least Oreo has a precedent for making, like, novelty versions of their
0: product, but... Yep. This is the, like, least unique execution of that. Yep. I chose it because it represents two things to me. Uh, one, I just really love Oreos, and I just really felt the need to express that. I do, too. That's fair. I love them so much. And, like, anything, like, cookies and cream flavored, so yep. good. Um, But the real thing that it represents is this, like, weird thing in, I guess, marketing... Where, like, you just slap, like, as this HBO friend said, you just slap a logo on it. And now suddenly, this is a thing you can sell as if it's different. Right. Like, all Oreo did was make a commercial. It's, yeah. You didn't need Game of Thrones to come out for that.
1: Infinite beef towards Oreo and their marketing efforts, and (laughs) 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 it's never going to go away.
0: Mm 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 mm.
1: Um, yeah. Oreo. I'm gonna throw in... <laughs> I just hate them. Uh, I'm gonna throw in one that I learned about today. Okay. Uh, Which is the Shake Shack Secret Game of Thrones menu. Oh, I just learned about this too! And I hate it because... <laughs> You can only get it if you order it in Valerian. Uh-huh. And, like, is this where all those grammar lessons in the dialogue come in handy?
0: I guess. I don't oh, really you know. Oh, you know what? Shake Shack released a pronunciation guide, which seems and like I it hate defeats that more. the purpose. <laughs> uh-huh. No. Mm-hmm.
1: No. Like, what if you went into work and you were told that you had to
0: engage with people who spoke to you in high valerian? Well, so when I was a barista at a redacted coffee establishment,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, there was a supposed secret menu. And right. I used to always say, like, if you're going to put secret menu shit on the internet, that's fine. Just put out there how to order it. And I feel like this is a bastardization of that, <laughs> is that a, a pun? <laughs> of that concept of like, we'll tell you how to order it, except you have to order it in Valerian because we don't actually give a fuck about your dignity. We just want your money. Right. Ugh. And it doesn't even, s- I mean, this article doesn't say what's special about the burger and the shake, but. Uh, it's a Dracaris burger. And it is spicy. I got that far. Oh. Um, and I can't tell what the dragonglass shake is. Um, but the uh, dialogue instructions on this promotional poster translates to, Hello, I would like a dragonglass shake and burger. Bend the knee for a meal of fire and ice. Nope. No. Nope. And then they tell you how to nope. say Shake Shack.
1: Can you say something in Valerian based on this poster? Yeah. <laughs> so
0: rakian on Rakian. On. I only speak English, in case that's <laughs> abundantly clear. Wow, wow.
1: So um, Shake Shack no. can suck it.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I, yeah, I cannot imagine being, like, the poor, beleaguered, like, minimum wage employee who walked in to, like, their quarterly regional meeting at Shake Shack, and they were reviewing, like, Winter 2 or whatever, and their district manager was like, so, <laughs> a bunch of people are going to speak right? Valyrian I mean, no! honestly... I feel like if I were the person working register that day and someone came up and was just like, "Uh, I wouldn't even question it. I'd just be like, fine. Right? (laughs) Like, there's only two items you can order, so it's not like you're going to get it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: it's so weird. I hate it.
0: I hate it. It's wild. Do you want to throw
1: it in your next one into yeah. the Game of Thrones?
0: So I'm going to take this opportunity to go with the most Buck Wild. Oh, you're gonna take my Buck on my Wild list. one. The most Buck Wild one. Because I have another one, but I'm saving it for the end because I have a hot take. Okay. But we're gonna go with this campaign. Oh no. Which <laughs> was an awareness campaign that launched at South by Southwest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was a partnership with the American Red Cross. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it was titled Bleed for the Throne. <laughs> I, <laughs> I honest
1: to God, like could not handle it when I saw the creative for this campaign. <laughs>
0: you some excerpts from this description of it. Guests were invited to a large decorated space where they experienced recreations of the key moments from the show. (laughs) The The activation used audio, visual, and physical interaction to put guests into the point of view of characters Arya, Cersei, John, and Tyrion as they endured betrayal, humiliation, and life and death (laughs) challenges. (laughs) It gets better though. Inside, Guests could literally offer their blood as a donation to the American Red Cross. Sure could. Outside the enclosed area, guests could explore an interactive war camp
1: filled with over 80
0: costumed performers and 100 pages of scripted characters.
1: Oh my god. So, you're at South by Southwest. Where was this?
0: Somewhere at South By. I'm... I need... I need answers. Dear Lord. And... So you're there. You're just there for the convention. And you come across... I mean... A war camp. uh, Yeah. And you think, Game of Thrones is cool. I'm gonna see what's up. And then you get ushered into a tent. Where they use virtual reality to make you think you're aria fucking stark and then a nurse comes over with a tourniquet and is like would you like to donate blood now wow <laughs> and I, there's a, a promotional video that goes with it that's just various cuts of people with blood on different parts of their body and at the end of it in big capital letters it says they bled for the throne Will you? Yeah. Oh, I've been to parties at this place
1: before. <laughs> Did
0: it's you figure like, out where they it's... hosted it?
1: Yes, because I I had to know. Mm-hmm. It's like a big garage space that they I use just... for venues. I have, oh, wow, I think I've been to multiple things there. I, I... <laughs> I can't. So, like, this isn't that outrageous for South by Southwest, but my question is, like, no one wants the blood of anyone who's been at South by Southwest for several days. It's, like, not good quality.
0: (laughs) That's not good blood. You
1: can't give that to someone. (laughs) The alcohol level in that blood is too high. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I just love the idea of like being someone who works for the Red Cross like one of the doctors or something and like (laughs) looking at a bunch of charts and graphs of like behavior patterns over the course of South By and being like this is this is where you want to get your blood right? (laughs) This is going to be the best blood time (laughs) Like, no. No. But
1: I'm like... They had hundreds of...
0: I just... The scripted actors thing just kills me. I just like... People are so squeamish about the idea of donating blood. Right. That I can't imagine being like... People are feel weird about having blood leave their body. So we thought we would reenact... <laughs> A fantasy war with dragons and then we thought we would relive um a really violent television show and then we thought that would be the point at which we would ask people if they wanted to give us their blood right like let's
1: put them through some mild torture scenarios and then we'll (laughs) regroup about the blood thing
0: and then we'll stick a needle in their arm and remove a quart of their blood and then when they're feeling a little woozy Um, will hand them their orange juice and send them into the war camp so that they can interact with the actors who look like they have just been in a war with a dragon. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And also we're going to guilt you into it with a video about bleeding for the throne. Like, who do they think the audience is that they're going to see this and be like, yeah... These characters of this television show sacrificed a lot, so I guess I need to give blood. Yeah, that's not gonna land.
1: (laughs) It's just not.
0: Like, are people just that fucking thirsty to interact with a brand? Like, are people just so in love with Game of Thrones, the brand, that they will literally, like, literally bleed a quart of their blood? Just for the sake of saying well, they got to have an interactive experience with Game of Thrones. The whole point of going to South By is to do interactive experiences with brands. But not with And they all blood. try to,
1: like, jerk each other off to, like, have the best one.
0: Which is fine when they're not taking your blood. The blood is I really mean, where I draw the line on this one. I agree.
1: I <laughs> agree. I just don't think it's that outlandish to, like, imagine that a brand would do that.
0: Except for the blood. I just can't let that one go. I know. I'm not going to let you have this one because there's so much blood involved. I once worked for a company that
1: ran a contest that suggested that the person who got their logo tattooed on them the biggest would get a sponsorship deal. So,
0: (laughs) brands are going to brand. I would put that exactly one notch below (laughs) stealing your blood in an interactive war camp. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> purple. Yep. Also, I had so... no idea the American Red Cross went this hard. Anyway. Yeah.
1: So I'm gonna go in a lighter direction. Great. Um, you don't think we should talk about s- blood anymore? No, but I'm still gonna get angry about brands in the internet, so it's cool. fine. Um I learned about Mountain Dew. Game of Thrones. Mm Mm-hmm. I knew nothing about this particular partnership until Twitter fucking surveys came up in my feed and said Twitter would like your feedback. Which of the following do you most associate with Game of Thrones? Oh. My options were Coca-Cola, Sprite, Monster Energy, or Mountain Dew. Sure and i was outraged because like who the fuck is doing a brand lift survey first of all with their fucking game of thrones activation second of all just why <laughs> <laughs> well it's it so i've learned a lot. i've learned that mountain dew made cans that reveal arya's kill list if they're cold
0: and again why (laughs) you didn't say the best part of the campaign though what is it it was referred to somewhere on some website that i think was branded as a can has no name
1: no Mm -hmm. no you did more research than i did we're just setting up the The way this is going to play for the whole season. (laughs) The fan dynamic this season. I'm a Game of Thrones denier. Yes, it's true. It's fine. Yeah, so... I don't know why we need those cans, but I'm (laughs) mostly just outraged that Twitter deigned to put that shit in my feed and asked me to identify what brand is most
0: linked to game of thrones it's a wild way to approach that question because kind of the whole point of like sci-fi fantasy is that it's not supposed to exist within this realm of ours so in theory if it was doing its job i wouldn't associate it with any brand right because it doesn't exist in this universe They
1: had to sell out to everyone. But also, like,
0: I could see that question in a world where there are this many brand partnerships, but that they had existed for, like, a decade, let's say. Because there are some things that, like, you do associate with whatever kind of brand. Yep. But in a universe where Game of Thrones is its own entity and Soda is its own entity, I don't understand why a brand would suppose that you sit down in front of your TV every day and you turn on Game of Thrones and you think, oh, fuck, Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's on the <laughs> brain right now. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking about Coke. Like, Right. It's a dumb survey without any other context.
1: Yeah, like, they hadn't even gotten their marketing to my face yet.
0: No, no. And that's the thing is, like, those surveys are only valuable... Once the campaign is circulating, right. Nonsense. 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 Um, I have a really easy one. What's your easy one? Um, urban decay, is doing oh, a partnership. Oh, you took one of mine. <laughs> um, and here's my thing. I have two things. Number one, I'm really bitter about it because I actually really like a lot of the colors, the lipsticks in particular. hmm But I'm not going to reward that behavior. No. Absolutely not. So now I feel cheated out of a really hot look. I didn't mean to say hot. That's a bad <laughs> word. Hello, 2005. I want my looks back.
1: <laughs> You've been watching too much Sweet Home <laughs> Alabama. <Malibu. laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Never would <laughs>
0: I get some gin in me and it's like a time machine. <laughs> I can't stress to you enough how few times in my whole life I have said the word hot. This
1: is already a better show than Game of Thrones. You want to tell me about that hot look?
0: Because apparently I'm 95 years old. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway, fuck you, Urban Decay. I just wanted Uh. to wear lipstick.
1: What I hate the most about that. What I hate the most about their eyeshadow palette is that it comes with a, it's like a pop up book, and there's a pop up game of. Thro- a pop-up throne. I don't know. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> a pop-up Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. And it pops up, and in the photo they posted with that particular feature, they only included the copy, never forget what you are, the rest of the world will not. Wear it like Ugh. armor, and it can never be used to hurt you. Ugh. And then some little finger
0: news bulletin. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, pew, right?
1: Pew pew. pew, 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 pew. That's absolutely <laughs> going to be a thing again, just so you know.
0: I don't know how, but it's got to be. It'll Harvard never die. I brought it back. Um, the other thing I hate about it is that the... Um, if you don't use eyeshadow for one reason or another, um, most branded palettes come with, like, a very special brush. Mm-hmm. And the very special brush in this palette is supposed to be shaped like Jon Snow's sword. Oh, And, like, I say this, and I will own, that I currently have in my possession a set of makeup brushes that are shaped like various wands from Harry Potter, but it was given to me as a (laughs) joke gift. I didn't spend $50 on a branded palette just so I could have the sword-shaped eyeshadow brush.
1: You know, my last... The newest eyeshadow palette I got from them did not come with a brush, and I was so happy about it. That's wild. I don't need those
0: brushes. I never use them. No, I don't either. If any of you out there do use eyeshadow for any reason, just go ahead and skip the proprietary brush. Yeah. 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 They're not worth it. And neither
1: is this particular collection from Irinda K, because it's dumb.
0: It's so dumb. It reminds me a lot of the brand partnerships that um, were happening to promote the Hunger Games. Yeah. When those movies were at their peak. Um, And, like, I, you know, the plot of Game of Thrones is very different than the plot of the Hunger Games. But I just keep thinking about how all the think pieces at the time were like, you know, L'Oreal did this thing of, like, the Capitol-themed eyeshadows Mm -hmm. and so all the think pieces were about how like that misses the point of one of the primary themes of the text which is fair and for whatever reason it feels like this is in a similar realm
1: it is but i would argue that makeup in the hunger games universe at least had a role
0: yeah, no the the like subtext and like the specific context of it is uh, extremely different, and like the social commentary is different. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like extremely obviously tone deaf in the Hunger Games yeah. universe, right? But it like feels squeamish to me to like have Game of Thrones makeup.
1: Yeah, and, like, what if someone says they like it and asks you where you got it? Are you going to be like, it's the Game of Thrones collection? It's the Game of
0: Thrones collection. I feel like you can only get away with it (laughs) if you're a YouTuber. Do you like my hot look? you like my hot look? (laughs) It's hot like fire. Wow. Because of dragons. Wow. Wow.
1: Um... Well, you took some of my good ones. I'm going to fire it's off. a your turn. I'm going to fire off two <clears throat> ones that were equally light and dumb. Okay. That were both promoted to me on my Instagram feed. And these were the ones that I was like, they're absolutely selling out. And yes. And why? The first one was love pop cards. Yes. Pop up with the I dragon. I was hoping <laughs> you would mention this. Or a throne, and, like, in what gift-giving holiday are you sending a Game of Thrones card that isn't ironic? <laughs> like, I'm a, I am like to think that I pick out good cards for people. You this do. This is not a good card. I,
0: yeah. I don't have anything. I was going to offer something dumb about, like, how millennials like irony, but that's really the best I've got with this one. I just think that
1: I know what Love Pop is doing with their cards, and they're usually pretty sincere. Yeah. And why are they making a dragon card? I don't uh, know. So I hated that. Also hated the House Stark rolling pin.
0: Whoa! I didn't <laughs> see this one. Oh, I swear I sent it to you. Did I see this one? I probably did, actually
1: yes I, I did
0: i did i just remembered it
1: it was dumb it's a rolling pin and when you roll it it stamps the fucking whatever the symbol is for house Stark. i don't even know
0: and the direwolf head
1: yeah yeah and it's dumb and again like what are you making that you need a rolling pin stamp am i just missing something about baking
0: I have multiple types of baking stamps like I have a couple different rolling pins that do like leaves or some shit. I don't know something cute. And then I have um these like knitting stamps that make I the have cookies those look yeah none of them work. Oh the cookie one works for me. really the, the cookie stamps make it look like knitting patterns on the cookies and it's like very wholesome and it always when they bake they just look like blobbies. You have to do the right type of dough.
1: I've had you the also most have success to have it, like,
0: super, super chilled.
1: Well, I had the most success
0: with lemon shortbread cookies. Oh, uh, yeah, I could see how a shortbread would work because it doesn't change much when you bake it. Right. Yeah, but you don't really roll a shortbread dough. So then, what do you do with a rolling pin? Well, that's where I'm at. Like, uh, what
1: are you doing? where you're rolling something out and that's the final product that you're going to then bake without ever transferring it or moving it to keep preserve
0: the stamp. I mean, what it would have to be is you would have to use a regular rolling pin to roll out the dough to the thickness and the shape that you want. And then you'd have to do like one final roll over the top of it. And then you'd have to like cut the rectangles or whatever shape around like each individual part of the pattern. And no one's got time for that. I can't even keep track of one rolling pin, let alone two for the same baking project. Yeah, no. So, pass on both of those dumb ideas. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, they don't bake reliably. No, they don't. I feel really lied to by patterned rolling pins because I have romantic ideals about them, and Hmm. I have been failed. Well, you can take my knitting stamp tip with you. (laughs) I will. Because your mom got us the same present. Yes, <laughs> actually, you, me, and my mom all have a lot of the same knitting, correct? Kitchen related items. <laughs>
1: we have a brand. We have a
0: brand as a family.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay, Do you want to
0: go with your crazy one? Um, I was okay. Uh, I have an honorable mention. I have an honorable mention, and then we can launch into The One. Okay. Um, so, I will say that, on the whole, the one brand partnership that I'm most of the time okay with is anything alcohol-related. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's because, like, I know it seems, um, hypocritical, to slam Oreo for their partnership, but then be okay with cracking a Game of Thrones beer. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of funny to drink a beer, or as I did in Season 7 accidentally, an entire bottle of Game of Thrones branded Chardonnay that was undrinkable. Mm-hmm. But I did it anyway, over the course <laughs> of an episode. Like, there's something yeah. satisfying about that. Um. hmm The one I disagree with, though, and, I mean, there's any number of those. Like, you can find a million beers and wines. The one I take issue with is White Walker by Johnny Walker. Ew. Uh Uh-huh. That's not part of the Scotch collection, is it? It sure is. Oh. It's part of, um... Diego's limited collection of eight single malt scotch whiskeys yeah. inspired by the show. Yeah. Each is I paired with happened. one of the show's Great Houses and the Night Watch. Wait, so now there's eight Great Houses.
1: What is happening? I don't know. I barely know who the fucking characters are on this show. Don't, don't ask I'm... me about houses.
0: There's so many houses. Don't, don't gaslight like, literally... me about houses. Yeah. <laughs> episode title. Um, but from one brand partnership to another, we doubled the number of Great Houses. We sure did. So I don't know what's happening. Um, each is paired with one of the show's Great Houses and the Night's Watch. So there is the House Tully Singleton of something or other for $30, or the House Baratheon something-something for $65. Mm-hmm. And then there is... White Walker by Johnny Walker, which is meant to be served cold, has a hidden winter is here message etched in thermochromatic ink that appears when the bottle is frozen. It packs notes of caramelized sugar, vanilla, and fresh red berries and retails for around $35. Can I tell you my beef about this collection? Yes. I hope you have more than one, but yes.
1: Yeah. Well, my main beef... That I feel like supports your distinction between beer and liqueur. Yeah. Is that, (laughs) (laughs) like, (laughs) a beer could be brewed in a small enough amount of time that you can make something that's, has something related to the topic. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, your single malt whiskey is gonna take several years
0: so yeah, they have all they're doing and
1: a 12 year and game of thrones what was not a show 12 years ago so all they're doing is slapping a sticker on an existing product yes exactly
0: well and like and i'm Walker, sure they the have like
1: that... some separate like reserved batches that you can buy as a brand and say like this one will be used for a partnership but it was not made for Game of Thrones. No. No, it
0: was not. Uh, so it's a lie. <laughs> it is all a lie. I also feel like, and I don't know much about alcohol. I just drink it sometimes. Um, but I feel like you're not supposed to put scotch in the freezer. No. That just feels incorrect to me. Like, I can get down with drinking your scotch cold. I just oh, don't yeah. know about putting an entire bottle of scotch in the freezer. I wouldn't do it. I don't know if you're supposed to, but it I... It seems mean to the Scotch. I I mean, supposedly, if you believe this, which, based on the point you just made, I don't, um, but supposedly it's meant to be served cold. Sure. Uh, sure. Sure. Mm. I mean, they might as well have come out with, like, one of the eight as being like the Greyjoy themed one and said that it was like meant to be diluted with water because the <laughs> Greyjoy is like water. Right. You know? Right. Also the the like promotional picture is with the bottle that says White mm-hmm. Walker by Johnny Walker. Um which was just an easy get, by the way. And so easy A glass with the scotch and an ice cube. And then it has a Mm -hmm. couple sprigs of thyme. And then the whole thing has, like, extremely dense steam coming off of it. I don't think that's
1: how I want to be enjoying that beverage.
0: Well, I don't... That's not how I want to enjoy a very cold scotch. A frozen scotch. (laughs) It sounds like a bad ice cream cone or something <laughs> that you <laughs> get from the, like, ice cream truck, like a bad popsicle. <laughs> like, I think they were trying to go for, like, the fire and ice, because, like, the glass is, like, very yellow and then gets more amber, and then you go up and it's got the steamy bits. But like, Yes, this show relies on the most basic of elements as proprietary branding. <laughs> and then the bottle is like all white so then you have some like nice contrast in the photo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like if my very cold frozen scotch is very cold, then I don't want all of this fire steam. No, trying to evoke dragons. Like I there's just some mixed messaging in the the promotional photo.
1: Yeah, I'm not interested in that. Yeah.
0: Also, I don't care if the bottle can say winter is here when it's frozen. Like, are you trying to sell no. to a 10-year-old?
1: Like, what are you going to do with that once it's been had, been drank? I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Cool. We all know winter <laughs> is here. We all watch the season 7 finale where it snows in King's Landing National Park. <laughs> Snowdonia? Snowdonia! They just blew out my mic. <laughs> it was worth it. It's just not the crossover I was expecting.
1: <laughs> I know. It just happened.
0: <laughs> uh. Uh. Do you so have what's any your big other, one? Well, do you have any other, like, honorable mentions? Because this is... I think we're going to go down a road with this one. Oh, boy. Um... No. Not okay. really. Okay. So... The one that I feel the most strongly about is the partnership between Game of Thrones and Spotify. Oh, no. I didn't know this was a thing. I sent it to you today. I didn't read it. (laughs) Well, okay. I read the headline. (laughs) So from the little bit that I've been able to understand or glean or whatever – Um, Mm -hmm. apparently HBO puts out a playlist every year of Game of Thrones themed music. I haven't done that much research, but it, it seems like they at least put out a playlist of like the score. I don't know if they, um, like, I don't know if it's only the score or if they also put out a playlist with like contemporary music, Mm -hmm. but for every season they put out a playlist of the score for sure. Okay. So here we are in season eight, and the showrunners slash HBO have put out a Spotify playlist for season eight that they believe captures the essence of the season. And this is all, like, actual music, not score. Um, yeah. So there's, like, Rage Against the Machine, there's Led Zeppelin, The Doors, Bob Dylan, Guns N' Roses, The Black Keys... You found something okay. from the Lumineers?
1: That's a separate initiative.
0: Oh, well, that's fucked up, too. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that later. We'll get to that. Um, So this podcast was released. Podcast, wow. This playlist was released at some point today. With, like, a pretty good press splash. And there were all these things about how, like, the Daves... Um, created this playlist to accompany the season and it's supposed to like be the essence of the season and then one of the daves um clearly an answer to a question but it's just put in all the articles as a quote explains that the answer to the ending of the show is hidden in the playlist he says actually it doesn't say which dave says this it just says both of the daves the answer to the ending is 100% hidden in the playlist choices. No one will believe us, but it's true. No one asked for that either, Dave. Can I tell you why I have particular beef with this? Like, it's one thing that they put out, like, the fucking playlist. Like, there's already a Game of Thrones traveling concert. Like, whatever. Listen to the Game of Thrones music. Who cares? Yeah. My particular beef beef with this bullshit is spoiler culture (laughs) (laughs) specifically kirstie's back on her bullshit i'm back on my bullshit baby specifically though the the amount of things that hbo and the producers have done over the last two seasons to try to prevent any like leaks so like None of the cast ever gets to have physical scripts. There are like these secret service level iPads where they're delivered the script. They get to read it like once and then it self-destructs and they get to see a physical script at table reads, but they don't actually get to see them in between. And then when they're filming scenes, they have someone in an earpiece feeding them lines. And then sometimes they film scenes that are decoys so that not even the cast entirely knows what scenes are going to be used and what aren't. So even- That was the, the cast, most wasteful shit I've ever heard in my whole life. I know. And like in various set locations, they've put up like big netting to try to obscure so that when people are like flying drones to try to get leak pictures to leak, they can't see anything. Um, they've set up decoy sets before. And like, I think, I don't know a ton about acting, but I feel like it defeats pretty much How the whole thing goes if you don't allow your actors to actually know what's going to happen to your characters. And multiple Mm -hmm. members of the cast have said, at least last season, I don't feel like I've heard it as much this season, but have said before that, like, they went into scenes and had no idea what that scene had to do with the larger story. Because it's so That's how we felt, too.
1: (laughs) That's how we felt, felt too.
0: But it's so obscured (laughs) for the whole cast, because they don't want the cast to accidentally leak it on press tour or tell a friend of theirs or, like, whatever. So if you're going to spend what I can only imagine must amount to at least hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, on just security to keep any leaks from happening, why, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know the answer as to why, but, like, why are you going to put the ending... In a Spotify playlist just to feed the fucking trolls. I hate it so much. It feels so self-defeating. It's like... uh, I I find Well, and you know it's going to be like...
1: It's going to be like, well, if you interpret this one line in this one song Mm -hmm. a certain way, that is the same as the ending. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what it's going to be.
0: Well, and like... Just think of the content fodder that it's going to be over the next few weeks. Of like, Oh, yeah. And it's going to be you know, so like, dumb. It has nothing to do with how the Daves actually feel about the show that they've crafted or the way that they finish the season or anything. It's just to feed the content machine. And it's bullshit. And it's... Right. it's it's just, like, I can't even put into words all the reasons I find it so frustrating. But when you combine it with the context of how how far mm-hmm. HBO has been willing to go to protect the property, it's absolute bullshit that they'd be like, oh, you just have to interpret the playlist. Like, no self-respecting
1: creator would release something that they didn't want. Like, known. Like, if they were that protective of their property, they would never let that happen. Right. Right. I, like... If they actually cared about, like... Because some people care about the way that people... In, I don't know, like, see something for the first time, or the delivery, and some people don't. Right. It's so clear that the Daves don't give a flying fuck.
0: Well, no, because the one thing that's always been clear about the Daves is that this is all about the spectacle. Right? Yeah. It has very little to do with the show or the narrative or the outcome or like character development or like any of the things that you typically go to a story for. It's right. all about the broader spectacle. And so right. for them, all they want to do is like lure a bunch of people to their Spotify and to their computers and have them jack off to these like this collection of songs and yell at each other on Reddit for the next seven weeks, however long we have. Mm-hmm. About who's right about the ending so that they can get to the finale and eat each other alive. Right. It's nonsense. It's absolutely nonsense. It's not nonsense.
1: good. I really um, hate
0: it. One quote that I would like to read you, mm-hmm. which is also credited to both of the Daves at the same time. Um, it must. These quotes must be coming from a canned press release in order for it to be from both the Daves. Mm. Anyway... It says, we were looking for songs that made us feel the way the show made us feel. There's a variety in here. Rage, meaning Rage Against the Machine, is not Johnny Cash. But they both have a deep inherent power. (laughs) Wow.
1: That's so insightful. (laughs) Um, It's like the same as the... Like, why don't they just get the OC mix CD and call it a day? Seriously. It's the
0: same shit. Um. So I've read through some of the names. Mm-hmm. And if you could make, like, a word cloud, it's pretty much just, like, cold, fire, war, and, like, girl. Okay. That's what you want. Oh, and wolf. Wolf is in here a lot, too um so it's like literal it's not even like this is the tone of the show i mean i'm assuming it's supposed to be both but it's pretty literal um sleep now in the fire uh girl from the north country seven nation army war by grandson fire kind of by barnes courtney hate it (laughs) wave of mutilation wolf like me let's have a war is my favorite uh, listen to the Lion, Cold, 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 Wolves of Winter, Go to War, Burn the Jesus Fleet, Christ. Sister, Dire Wolf. This is the um, dumbest thing I've maybe ever heard of. My favorite was uh, Dead Skin Mask by Slayer, followed by oh. Killer Wolf by Dancing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's make this podcast, we're gonna pivot... And we're just going (laughs) to review one of these song choices every week instead of an episode of Game of Thrones.
0: (laughs) Yep. Um, And so I don't know. I mean, I I guess this is what they want you to do, but I don't know if you're supposed to interpret it chronologically or what. But if you are, then it goes, born for greatness, gold Lion. here's your future, and love is blindness all the way through the end. Those are the last couple. Which seems like... It could be about any of them, really. Weird
1: how it's conveniently just vague enough to make people guess.
0: You know, I hadn't thought about it in that particular sense, but in that sense it's like those television psychics. Yes! Did you watch yeah. that John Oliver special? I haven't yet, but I want oh. to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just grew up in the 90s and watched a lot of infomercials. That's so fair, too. That's yeah. why I had that at the ready.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then at the same time that this got released then, they also announced a an album, like a mixtape, of Game of Thrones-inspired songs that I believe are new material from a bunch of random artists. <laughs> and that's the one... That we saw the Lumineers run, but, like, what is that exactly? Like, that might be the thing that I need to spend my time on, because, wow.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God, it's playing. Oh, no. I didn't oh want it no. to play. Like, oh is no. it going to
1: be, like, the songs at the end of Bob's Burgers, except
0: yeah, a whole album
1: of Game of Thrones? Yes. I do know the National is involved, and they... They have a very wonderful influence on Bob's
0: Burgers. (laughs) I just, like, I have a lot of questions about what your brand identity is supposed to be in, like, your giant season of, like, war and death and annihilation that you've signed the Lumineers and the National onto your mixtape. Yeah. It's, like, so wild. It's wild. I mean, I saw the Lumineers in concert once at an outdoor venue and they had cardboard organs in the back of their stage. Not, like, human organs, but, like, piano organs.
1: The Lumineers are kind of, like, a sellout.
0: Oh, in yeah. General. I'm
1: like just not even like a sellout. It's... I don't think they were anything to begin
0: with. <laughs> no. They were nothing to begin with. No. I have a lot of feelings about the Lumineers, but... Yeah, I do, too. That's not this podcast. Right. <laughs> right. Yikes. Uh so here we are. Here we are. The only other honorable mention that I have nothing in particular to say about um, is that Adidas is doing one. Yeah, and
1: ain't nobody Which got time wild. for that
0: shit. Their one of their tweets about it says, "Inspired by the colors and details of the Seven Kingdoms and beyond the wall." Cool. Sure. sure. <laughs> That's kind of the whole, the whole of it. Yeah. Anyway, so
1: we'll be back soon
0: Very for the soon. actual start of this godforsaken season. And... Oh wait, I have one more honorable mention, oh, God, and it's what? simply Red Bull's John Snowboard. Nope, you no. can Google that. Anyway, nope. I do not accept <laughs> John Snowboard.
1: Oh fuck! Anyway, <laughs> anywho, if you're a brand out
0: there partnering with Game of Thrones, rethink your choices. And if you're a consumer out there, don't buy any of this shit. Yeah! It's all garbage. Brands Just are like not your show. friend. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Alright. <laughs> um, if you're planning to watch on this Sunday or any of the upcoming Sundays, please use hashtag #HateWatchGOT. Mm-hmm. to join in on our conversation about how bad this season and this show is in general. Um yeah. And stay tuned for new episodes.
0: Yeah, we'll have we'll have bind offs at the end of every episode within like a day or two. And if you like the good, good work that we do on this podcast, you can also find us doing non-Game of Thrones related content at our main podcast, Hate Watch With Us. Yes. Um, if you want to interact with this podcast, Our Watch is Ended, or Hate Watch With Us, you can find us on Twitter at Hate Watch With Us. Or you can find our website, hatewatchwithus.com, or you can email us um, and please email us about Game of Thrones related things over the course of the season. You can do that at hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. Yeah. We're also part of the
1: Thoppable Audio Network, which includes a bunch of other shows that are nicer than ours, generally speaking. Um, <laughs> they are about nerdy things and Movie things and pop culture things and uh, I don't know other stuff. So go check them out at Thought Bubble Audio on Twitter or
0: ThoughtBubbleAudio Right? Thought
1: Bubble FM on Twitter.
0: Wow. Yeah, I knew it was Thought Bubble FM somewhere. Thought Bubble FM on Twitter. ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And All thank right. you for listening. This was our first episode of season eight. Yay! Yay! I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> no. uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay. Bye. And um, bye. Well, do, I mean, if you go second, then it's like you're the tagline girl.